Hello, I'm Jennifer Watts. I'm a friend who likes having friends. On the You Too, Me Too podcast, we talk about friendship, the hows and whys of connecting with others, and we hear some wisdom from friends and maybe choose a friendship challenge to try. On this episode, you will learn um, how to get a book club going or a cooking club. You'll hear some more fun friend group names from listeners. And you have the option to choose to accept to do a friendship challenge that could involve diamonds. Here's a friendship quote. This quote is from Dale Carnegie. He wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I liked this quote. You can make more friends in two months by becoming interested in other people than you can in two years by trying to get other people interested in you. This is the part of the podcast where usually I share from a study uh, about friendship or from a book that has some element of uh, friendship relevance in it. And today I'm going to be the expert. Uh, I had a few listeners ask me about forming clubs or groups, how to go about that. And I thought, oh, I would share um, what I've done and you can take it or leave it. There's just some fun ideas I thought I'd share with you. The first thing I want to talk about is when you're thinking about forming a group for fun, um, give it some thought. Um, first of all, what you want the group to sort of be hinged on. Like, is it a wine club, a cooking club, a book club, a travel club? Um, what do you want it to sort of hang on um, as the sort of common theme? Also think about how many people would be a nice sized group to meet Um, so that you all have time to share in a given, say, evening or afternoon. Um, You don't want too many. You don't want too few so that if somebody misses and there's just, you know, one or two of you uh, getting together. So think about numbers. Um, My recommendation is eight. I think eight is the perfect number, you being one of the eight. Um, It's just a nice group that you can still get around a dinner table or in a living room or even in a big van if you wanted to drive somewhere. Um, It's a nice number. And even if a couple people are missing on a given night, then you still have a great group to get together. Um, So think about what you want to hinge it on and the size of the group. And once you've determined sort of those two things, then you can start thinking about who you want to be in the group. Um, For the purposes of these two clubs I'm going to talk about, you want to think of a group um, that you think, before you ask them, uh, that would be willing, able to commit to monthly or bi-monthly meetings. And bi-monthly, maybe I'm saying that wrong, that's where you meet like once every two months so you would meet maybe six times a year but on that um, I would also look at limiting the time of this group being together Um, I'm not saying set it as a hard rule but most people are interested in joining a group 
if they know that there's an end date, at least at the beginning, uh, so you could introduce it as a group that's going to meet once a month for eight months or once a month for a year. The eight months is nice because um, then there's enough time for everybody, each of the people in the group to host, have one of those months to host. Um, and what typically happens is after meeting for eight months with the same group, um, they want to keep going. <laughs> that's, that's my experience. And so by about the fifth or six months, they're already talking about, do we have to end at eight months? Couldn't we just keep going? And that's great. But people are more likely to say yes to coming for eight months on the first Saturday night of the month. Um, at the beginning, they're more likely to commit and attend every one because it's a, a, a time limited uh, event. So just a couple things to think about. Um, also in these two groups, um, because of the way they're set up, uh, I would recommend that you don't have a you group like I talked about last week, but that it be a closed group so that there's chance for those friends to bond and um, share a similar experience. Uh, each month. So you'd be looking for people who were willing to come every month, you know, assuming some emergency doesn't come up, uh, so that you can have a chance to get to know them. Um, I would suggest at the end of eight months, another thing you could do, and you would agree to this at the beginning, not after eight months, uh, agree that at the end of eight months, if you wanted to continue, that maybe you would consider opening it up to new people um, and make it a bigger group, maybe a little different group. Anyway, just some things to think about. When I picked, when I started the book club and the cooking club, I looked for people in my life who I wanted to get to know better. So some of the people I knew fairly well already, some I really didn't know very well, and I had, of course, my my solid. When you start a group, you want to make sure you have a co-group uh, doer. I was going to say host, but it's a you want to have your solid, somebody who's going to be there every night for uh, club night and um, will support you if the host is suddenly sick and then the two of you maybe host it together instead or um, will be the sort of fun creative addition to you um, so you're not alone in trying to manage the crowd anyway you want to have a solid and then you want to start looking for people who you want to get to know a little better and you think maybe want to get to know you a little better um I would stay away from things like, um, oh, I'll invite three people and everybody bring a friend and then that'll be the group because everybody's friend is not necessarily going to fit in the group. You're the one that knows these people to start with and you're the one that will figure out, uh, I think they'd get along. I think they have similar morals, values, maybe um, similar desire to be part of a group. You've got that sense from them before. Um, okay, so those are some beginning ideas to think about.
So you have that uh, part of it set up. And then the way I like to get uh, a club idea going is to have an initial night where you have a book night and then present the idea of doing a club at that night. So I had um, seven people that I thought would be great to do a book club with, had them for a one night book night just for fun. Everybody bring a snack to share. Everybody bring a book, any book um, to share with the group. Be ready to spend two to five minutes talking about the book you're bringing. Give them the heads up. Tell them what they need to do. Bring a snack. This is where it's going to be. Come meet some new friends and share a favorite book. Uh, We had that night and people shared. People ate snacks. And within a couple of hours, everybody was talking about when can we do this again. And so the idea of the book club uh, just formed from there. And we picked the nights that would work, um, how we might lay it out, and how that would look. I did a similar thing with the cooking club, um, had the list of people, the ideas. I had some really great um, uh, women that I knew would be, um, that I knew were excellent cooks. Uh, and then I had some that didn't know how to cook at all, and some older, some younger. It was great. But it all started with having a um, potluck night. And I just invited these ladies, seven of them, to come and bring a dish and we would all share and eat and talk about um, some favorite recipes that was sort of the the look of the evening and then same thing at that event suggested the idea of a cooking club would that gang be interested and it took off from there and my book club met for about 20 years and my cooking club probably for about nine and um, but that didn't start that way it just started as single nights so when you're talking about um, having your your continual nights of fun, um, here's some further ideas around book club. And then I'll give you a few ideas around cooking club. I, right from the beginning when I first ever heard about book clubs, way back on the Oprah Winfrey show, I remember thinking I couldn't be in a book club because I don't want to read the books everybody else wants to read. I like different books. Um, And I didn't want to waste my time reading books that other people recommended. Uh, And so it never attracted me, the idea of a book club, until I came up with this idea. Why not have a book club, but instead of a particular book, each month make it a particular theme? So we would pick a theme as a group for the month. And you could read whatever book you wanted, as long as it connected somehow with that theme. So you could read fiction, nonfiction. You could listen to an audio book. We allowed that. (laughs) We even allowed um, a magazine if it fit with that theme. Um, Or even sometimes uh, someone would bring a picture book on that theme. So... For instance, we might pick the theme of gardening. And so that month, you would read a book on gardening or a book that has gardening in it or a magazine that is about gardening 
or a book about studies on how gardening uh, can benefit your mental health. So each month the group would pick the theme for the next month and you would then pick the book you want to read uh, and then come prepared to talk about it the uh, next month. Um, when you go to talk about your books, make sure you have a timer and you're clear. This is how long you have. You can talk more about it after everybody's had their turn, but you got to give everybody their turn to talk about their book. Um, and then you can share about the book, what you liked about the book. You can read a little passage from the book, but really limit the little passages because people will go to sleep. You've probably had wine. It's probably nighttime and somebody's going to doze no matter how interesting your passage is. So anyway, share it, hold it up, show any pictures, show the cover, say who the author is. And then we always had it open that you could then borrow the book, that the person would bring the book and would say, um, okay, who wants to borrow it? And not everybody has to borrow every book, just if you want to. But here's a good tip. If you have a book that, say, three people in the group want to read, then just put a post-it note inside the front cover and write the names in order so that um, once Susie gets the book to read, she knows by the post-it note, oh, I don't give it back to the owner of the book. I give it back. I give it now to the next person on the list and so on. So uh, that's just a little tip on sharing the books. Um, some of the themes we did were... were um, uh, one month, the theme was food. Um, we had seasonal themes like a Christmas book. Um, we had geographical themes like Italy. Um, we picked themes like parenting, music, uh, hunting, <laughs> summer holidays. Uh, anyway, we had a great time and it was lovely. Um, so then with Cooking Club, we had our original night. We picked um, a monthly night when we would get together. We rotated hosts and the host would usually um, uh, make the main. And then it was sort of potluck with the rest of them. Um, we would also declare a theme. So everybody knew, okay, I got to bring a dish um, sort of around that theme. So what we did for Cooking Club was we had uh, themes. Everybody brought part of a meal like a salad or veggies or main or bread or dessert and you would fit it with the theme uh, the host would have a table ready to go and set for us um, and the host would usually do the main and typically it was sort of an unspoken rule any leftovers we left with the host um, she would have baggies or Tupperware ready to go and we would get to take our dishes home but but we would leave leftovers with the host. The other thing we did was um, for every dish that you brought, you had to bring the recipe copied seven times. So everybody got a copy of the recipe for all the dishes that were there. Um, and we did start off too having the host share a cooking tip, like how to cut up an avocado, how to loosen the jello from a mold, or um, how to use an egg separator. And that sort of died off because we, as we got closer and um, tighter friends there was just so much we wanted to catch up on every month so that sort of faded away in the end but it was it was a nice way to start the other thing we did that made it fun um, and immediate bonding for cooking club was everybody I deemed everybody had to come up with a spice name so 
depending on the first initial of your first name, you had to pick a spice um, that uh, you would then be called for cooking club during cooking club nights. So for instance, I'm Jennifer. My spice name was Jasmine. We also had a saffron in the group, a ginger in the group, a cumin in the group. And our most senior member, um, Charlotte, who's just lovely, she was um, a grandma and a great cook. And um, she declared her spice name was going to against the rules and she would be known as Mrs. Dash. So Mrs. Dash she was. Uh, And we had your, you know, your regular themes of um, geographical ones like, okay, next month is Greek theme or it's Mexican theme. And then we got more adventurous or or creative. And um, we had a night of um, mom's favorite. So something that your mom used to make that you really liked um, or we had ones where we would say the main ingredient like everybody has to bring a dish that somehow contains raspberries um, anyway it was also a great time and uh, I hope this has given you some ideas um, of what you might do or a club you might form okay please tell me about it if you do or if you have one going and how you got started or how you work it thanks So this is usually the section where we hear from a friend. And I thought today I would share from three listeners. Uh, So three different listeners enjoyed episode nine where we were talking about uh, the challenge was to name your group. And these three reached out to me to let me know, (laughs) let me know what their existing group names were. So I thought you'd like to hear them. Uh, so a new friend of mine named Sukulele, uh said that her ukulele club, all women, called themselves the Ukuladies. I thought that was a great name. Another listener, listener, Move With Mel on Instagram, let me know. I had a crew for a music festival that was all blonde. Uh, That wasn't intentional, but, you know, that's how it was. And we were the Blondtourage. And the last one uh, is from a friend who does not want to be named. And the reasons will be obvious. They started a wine club. And their group is called... The Winos. (laughs) Thanks for sharing, everybody. Okay, gang. Now, the friendship challenge. Friendship challenge this week. You and a friend, or you and friends, get yourself matching t-shirts for the summer. Places like summer camps, um, a group of bridesmaids, or sports teams, they get matching shirts. Uh, That's all about team bonding and having this, um, creating this um, immediate bonding by having a similarity amongst yourselves. So try it. 
with a friend or friends buying or getting or making matching t-shirts for the summer. Uh, you could also uh, do matching jewelry like diamond rings or get matching tattoos, but maybe you want to start easy with t-shirts or heck, even matching bandanas. Um, a story on that, uh, our family got together with another family when the kids were all sort of in their early teens and there was seven kids all together and we wanted to get them uh, matching t-shirts because we were designing a week-long camp for them and we wanted them to wear the same shirts. So we went looking for inexpensive shirts and found these ones that were on sale. Um, I think it was Old Navy and they were less than $5 each. So we got them all matching t-shirts and what it was was basically a picture of a cow on the front and it said prime cuts. So it had nothing to do with the camp, but they all had these matching t-shirts and it just really created this feeling of summer camp, bonding, fun. Anyway, you may choose to accept this challenge or not, but I'd love to hear about it or even see pictures of your matching shirts if you do that with a friend or a group of friends. Well, that's it for episode 10. I'd love to hear from you if you've tried any of the friendship challenges and how they went, or if you have any questions, drop me a line. You can find me on Instagram at u2.me2 or send me an email at u2me2 at shaw.ca. I'd like to thank my listeners for their sharing of the cool names for their groups. Thank you to my son, Ansley Jacob, for the podcast's original music. And if you like this podcast, please tell a friend. If you subscribe to the podcast, then you'll automatically get the next episode. And subscribing doesn't cost anything, so you don't have to worry about that. Also, I've had a request from a few people about friendship challenges um, if I could post those on Instagram. And so you'll see on Instagram um, the challenges gradually being posted until we're all caught up um, from the past episodes. And then I'm going to maintain that by posting every week the friendship um, challenges on Instagram. So they're easy to find and easy for you to do. Uh, this has been You Too, Me Too, and I'm Jennifer Watts. Thank you for being a friend. boring that's boring no it's not it's boring <laughs> it's it's good it's good